All right, and we are live. Welcome, everybody. It's Show Me the Money Club. It's Tuesday. You know what time it is. Uh, so we have Sergio, myself, as per usual, and special guest Bryce from Solo. And we're going to be talking about that because it's a great tool for drivers. Whether you're food delivery, rideshare, in the gig economy, Solo is another great app out there to put into your arsenal. So let's get right into it. Uh, Sergio, what's going on? Bryce, thank you for coming on. Yes. Guys, thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. It's, it's great to be here. Sorry, Sergio, I didn't mean to. No, 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 no. We're, we're, we, <laughs> we have a free flow going. Chris, how you doing? Um, we're back for another Tuesday. And today, honestly, uh, I I think we have a pattern going on here. A couple of weeks ago, we had David Picarello of Para, who yeah. is also an ex-Uber guy, right? So today, yeah, we right. have more, David, more. Yeah, yeah. Today, we have Bryce Bennett, who is the founder and uh, co-founder and CEO at the moment of Solo which I think at these times is one of the best apps or driver tools that drivers can utilize to make more money. Because we're gonna, once Bryce has done his segment, we're gonna talk about a lot of different issues drivers are facing, but what better way to have the man who founded the company and, and has created the software to help drivers. Bryce, welcome, we appreciate it. And yeah. uh, now I, I'm going to act like I don't know anything about solo. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to, I'm going to ask some dumb questions, which let's do it. You know, Let's there's no it. dumb questions, right? So no, no, uh, just I mean, I know everything about solo, but I'm going to act like I don't know anything about solo. So, so what is solo and, and how did you come up with it? Why did you think there was a need? There are three questions, but you go ahead. All this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, solo is a, a mobile app uh, that helps you manage and optimize your finances as a business of one. So it, it, if you're out there and I, I've heard you guys say this quite a bit, right? Uh, you're your own business. You got to know your worth. Uh, and uh, the reality is, is that even though many people are used to kind of employment relationships, uh, you're an independent contractor in this space, right? And that means you kind of have to think about yourself in terms of income, expenses, you got to track your mileage, you're going to have a different tax situation at the end of the year. But on top of all that, you know, we you also have to think about where, when and what job you work, right? No one's setting your schedule for you. And so uh, really the premise of Solo is, is we do two major things for you today. We help you kind of manage the back office of your business, right? We, we track your income automatically in one place. So if you're working DoorDash and Uber and Lyft, we bring that all together in one spot, show you your hourly earnings. How are you doing relative to everyone else in your city? We track your expenses for you so you can add things like car mounts or cell plans, but also we track your mileage for you while you're on the job. And then we help you think about your tax projections for the year. So that's kind of the less maybe fun stuff, all the administrative side of this business. Uh, the cooler stuff that we do, though, uh, for drivers is we give you a bird's eye view on your market. So we actually have two things. We have uh, one thing called the smart schedule that's available in 25 cities across the country. And what it is, is it's a uh, by hour, by job, uh, forward looking earnings prediction uh, for uh, the major gig jobs in your city. So we cover Amazon Flex. We do Uber, DoorDash, Instacart, Lyft, uh, you, na you name it, Walmart, Spark. Uh, there's dozens out there. We show you by hour what we expect those jobs to pay top line, you know, before expenses uh, in your city. And so we help you set that optimal schedule so that you know which job to work when. Uh, you don't have to guess as much anymore. These are all marketplaces that kind of go up and down, right? And then if you'd like to, on the flip side of that, we also provide uh, guaranteed daily pay. And so you can think about this as like an income floor. We use those predictions that I just mentioned, where drivers are earning about 20% more per hour on average. We actually use those predictions then to guarantee a floor for your earnings on the day. 
as long as you go out there and you work the schedule that you set with us and, and, you know, you're out there and actively, you know, accepting trips and, and doing jobs, uh, you, we set a floor for you and anything you take home above that prediction is yours. Uh, and so, uh, it's really a way to try to take that income instability and anxiety out of your day, uh, out of the picture, make this a little bit more of a stable, uh, consistent and reliable, uh, you know, set of work for you. Um, and so that's what we do today. Um, you know, the, the, the background on this, um, and we were talking about this a little bit before we started, but, uh, I'm a former, uh, Uber employee way back 2012 to 2017. And, uh, and, you know, I, my job at the beginning was, you know, very face to face with drivers. We opened our office every day. I just was jumping in the back of cars to test seat belts and, you know, blinkers and brake lights. Uh, and, uh, you know, eventually the, the support line ran through my, my personal phone in, in Seattle, in the Pacific Northwest. And, and my co-founder and I got to know thousands of people through that process. And, um, you know, we always said, I think there's a better way to do this for the worker, for the driver, and we can bring kind of the same type of software and data that the companies have to the worker and let them make the best decision for, for themselves and, and really kind of even the playing field here. So um, that's really where the concept came from over the past 10 years or so of us working in this space. And, and finally, we started the company a couple of years ago. And, and um, today we're two years in with uh, more than 60,000 workers on the platform and in 25 cities, but uh, growing quickly. So we're excited to bring it to the rest of the country soon. Great. So, um, you know, you went through a lot. So let me just break these. Yeah, sorry. It was a lot, so, right? so I'm going to go download the solo app, right? Um, number yep. one, um, you, you said you're 25 cities. I'm assuming they're 25 major cities, right? Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so the uh, the business side of this, you know, your income, expenses, mileage tracking, all that. That's available anywhere in the United States from Maine to California, Alaska, Hawaii. You can you can do the kind of core stuff with us. If you want the smart schedule and pay guarantee, we're in 25 cities across the country, uh, mostly in the Midwest, in the South right now, Texas, Florida, kind of Midwest there. Uh, but we'll be coming to the Southwest, uh, West Coast and Northeast uh, in the first part of next year. So if we're not there yet, we'll be there soon. Great. So um, and the other thing that I like about Solo is because I think you have pretty much everything under one umbrella because in the old days, I remember my driving days when I still drive, I, I you know, I do deliveries and rideshare, you know, uh, not as much as I used to because the pay sucks, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, these days I'm more selective and I've learned quite a bit, obviously. Um, yeah. so when it comes to, um, you know, you predicting, right. You're saying you predict the, these are the expected hourly earnings. Now as those, you know, we know in your previous job, you guys talk constantly about active hours. We don't hear, mm -hmm. we don't talk about active hours because what to me, the most important thing to me is, you know, my own personal utilization rate, right? Yeah. Because, you know, you know, a lot of companies say, oh, you just go make 40 bucks an hour. I'm like, yeah, yeah. but that's, that's active hour. Active hour doesn't mean anything to me, Yeah. you know, because I'm out there, you know, if my utilization rate is 50%, my, my online hours down to 20 bucks an hour after, before yeah. expenses. So when you say, you know, where do you draw this data from, by the way? Do you draw it from Uber or Lyft or DoorDash or, or Instacart, whatever you have on your app? Or do you, do you draw it as like a crowdsourced kind of uh, information base? Yeah, you can think about it kind of crowdsourced, but it's direct from the source. So it's not necessarily people inputting their own data. What, what we do is if, you're, if you haven't signed up for Solo and you come in, one of the first things you'll do is you'll uh, link your accounts with, you know, if you're on DoorDash, if you're on Instacart, whatever, you'll you'll log in with your credentials and we'll pass those through anonymously. And we link up your work accounts so that 
every so often, every few hours, we pull over that information into your dashboard on the solo side. And if you ever use like Plaid for banking or anything like that, yep. it's, it's the same kind of technology, very secure. We use a third party that focuses and specifically does this. And so, um, so that's how we pull the data in. And then when we create the forward looking earnings predictions, what happens is you could think about there's this you know thing called Glassdoor for salaried workers, right? Where it's similar, where your information, your job information gets stripped away from anything that's personal to you. And then goes into a big pool of uh, essentially your market's information to say, hey, the market data in Seattle or, you know, L.A. or wherever it might be, Buffalo, uh, is, you know, specifically saying that, hey, we've got a thousand data points for the lunch hour for DoorDash. And the average person makes about 1450 an hour. But the upper bound is about 18 to 20 and the lower bound is about 10 to 12. Right. And we can start to do the math on that to show workers like, hey, what does the band really look like here? What do you, can you expect to earn? And, and how we do that to your last point, Sergio, there, or your first point, I should say, but my last point is, is um, we, we think about that in terms of average hourly earnings. That does include um, wait time or online time. Every mm-hmm. platform thinks about it a little bit differently, you know, depending on whether you're ride sharing, delivery, or if you're doing grocery or something else. Yeah. But we, we do think about that all up in terms of top line earnings. Our only requirement is if you want to take part in the pay guarantees, you just got to average one trip an hour is all. Okay, so that's the next question I was going to say. I mean, I'll ask you, um, you do put up these guarantees, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, yep. you have to be really careful with that. I mean, yep. you can't put up some, <laughs> you know, some super low ball number because then, you know, then you're screwed, right? You're going to be out of yep. cash. So how does that process work? Now, when you put up a number, right? And when you say one trip an hour. So if your number, let's see, just hypothetical, right? If, if you say, um, if you do DoorDash, uh, between the hours of uh, 12 p.m. and 1 p.m., which is lunch, yep. right? Obviously, yep. numbers are going to be higher because everybody's ordering lunch. So if it says, let's say, okay, we guarantee, solo guarantees, 20 bucks an hour. Now, is that 20 bucks an hour? What if I go just do, you said one trip, right? Yep. Within that hour, if I do that single trip and I only earn eight bucks, so you're going to give me 12 bucks? Is that how it goes? Yeah, so how it works on the full days, you guarantee your, your daily pay. So mm-hmm. you do it by the hour, right, in your schedule. So... Uh, let's say if you only did one hour, yes, Sergio, yeah, your, your example would be correct. Typically what we see is people, you know, go in and schedule somewhere between three and six hours a day, right? And they'll build up their optimal schedule with our tool and say, maybe I'm going to do DoorDash over lunch period from 11 to one. I'm going to do maybe grocery in the afternoon from two to four, uh, and then maybe ride sharing in the evening or something. And so we'll build up your total for you. And usually it's, you know, um, let's say it's a hundred bucks, you know, over four or five hours. If you go out there and you make $94, we'll cover the difference. So that's $6 okay. for you. If you go and make 110 bucks, it's all yours. Um, what we do is we had, we do take a small fee up front. It's usually by the hour. So it's, it's 25 cents an hour uh, typically. So if um, you want to guarantee eight hours in a day, it's two bucks. If you want to guarantee four hours, it's $1. But that's the uh, the trade off. It's just we will uh, cover you and provide that dynamic income floor for you, uh, for that upfront fee as as part of the uh, pay guarantee program. But you can also just schedule. You don't have to do the pay guarantee thing. Those are right. two separate things. Right. So um, when when I heard about solo first, I thought you know eh, what's the big deal? Solo's in my head. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm a veteran. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> if I can't crack forty bucks an hour in LA, those are the good good old days. Now you yeah. know we're gonna discuss the. Uh, the things have changed quite a bit now last <laughs> last three four months and mm-hmm. and uh, so i don't need solo but now actually i'm thinking 
a lot of drivers. I mean, look, you worked at Uber, right? You, you, yeah. you know, burn and churn, you know, newbies come and go by the millions. To me, you know, for every new driver, I think this is like a must because like I do quite a bit of driver coaching, right, in LA. Yeah. And I'm shocked that people don't know anything about what they're doing, like literally, right? Because yeah. from my first day, my initial thought was I need a strategy. I need yeah. to know what my costs are, like as you correctly stated, like we're running a business, we're running a small business. I need to know all this stuff. And I also need to know when and where to work. Because yeah. if I'm sitting in my bedroom at 3 a.m., I'll turn my app on with the flexibility and freedom stuff, you know, I'm not going to get any work. So I have to know when and where to work, what the rhythm of the city is. So does Solo do anything to help drivers with that other than saying, well, if you work between this and this, then you should make this kind of money. But do you have any like to me, I think what's lacking in the driver community from a newbie to a veteran is education. You know, I mean, you work the river. You know, these people don't educate people. They just download the app, put the gas in and go. Well, I think what's lacking is education. And that's what we're trying to do here. Like, you know, does Solo have anything like that that in, in the app? as far as beside, beyond expectations, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I think it's a great question. And I completely agree with you, Sergio, because it, it, it's an unfortunate reality of this industry, right? That the companies are, it's, it's a marketplace, right? And it's very uh, hands-off. It's like, hey, we want to get you on the platform and get you out there and just start driving, right? And hopefully you only drive for us is kind of the mentality. Uh, you know, and the, the, you know, the reality uh, or what we always say to folks in terms of education, to your point, is some of the things we harp on with early workers to the space is, of course, we got the tools for you. Come on in, use them. You can, you know, find your optimal schedule, all those things. But there's certain things that pros like yourself do and have figured out over years that, you know, others don't think about, which is uh, you should expand your job portfolio, get access to more platforms, right? Because maybe you don't even like doing uh, Amazon Flex or I'm just making something up, Walmart Spark. But as long as you have access to it, those companies are competing for your time, right? And, and you should really think about it where uh, your time is not beholden to any one company. You don't work for Uber, you don't work for Lyft, you don't work for anyone. You work for who's going to give you the highest rate on those hours. And that's what we're trying to do is help guide you to that conclusion. And, the, and when you add more platforms, you add to your job portfolio, you just have more options, right? And so that's the, the, one of the big things we harp on with early folks. We also provide resources around uh, kind of, you know, onboarding requirements, blog posts around those kind of things. Uh, we show different trends. If you add one, two, three jobs, you are at more uh, as you go up that ladder kind of uh, from an hourly basis. So we're, we're, we're definitely leaning into that. I think we can do a lot more around education, yeah. to your point. I think uh, shows like your guys is, is, are great because it gives people a chance to ask questions, kind of yeah. uh, get into the nitty gritty details. But we could be doing more about that. We at the moment are providing a lot of data, software, et cetera, guidance. But um, uh, I, I think, you know, underlying theme here is, is get access to more jobs. Think of yourself as like you don't work for anyone. You work for who's going to pay you the right rate. Uh, and that could be a lot of different opportunities out there. And, and we're trying to help connect you to them. I agree with you 100%. And, you know, I always say this. It's like instead of you working for the gig economy, let the gig economy work for you, right? Yeah. Because if you have, I mean, initially, I only had two apps, right? Because it was the game in town, Uber and Lyft. That's, I didn't have anything else. Yeah. I didn't know Five years, better. that was it. Yep. And I had been some, but I didn't know any better because it was so lucrative driving for Uber and Lyft. And why do I need another app, right? But then when the pandemic hit and all these, you know, food delivery, grocery delivery, everything delivered at any time, kind of a app showed up, the dynamic change in the gig economy, right? Because yeah. we always say this, I mean, plus that's why we named the show, Show Me the Money Club, because yeah. 
show me the money, I'll drive for you. Because I'm not, you know, I'm not loyal to anybody, honestly. I mean, I yeah. don't care. If Lyft shows me the money, I'll drive for them. If Uber shows me the money, I'll go there. And as you perfectly stated, you know, we're all independent contractors. You show me the money, I go there. So your app is kind of the right partner for this. That is like, I'm going to show you the money. And but you cannot just be on Uber and expect to make more money because you have solo. You have yeah. to be multi-apping. You have to be on many, many, many different apps. And today I have maybe like seven. I don't use all of them, yeah. but you know, I, I have enough of them that I know when one of them misses me, they're going to show me the money. I'm going to go drive for them. Right. So, yeah. so uh, to me, it's like uh, now, obviously, you said the 25 cents that for every booked hour, right? Yeah. A scheduled hour. What other costs are there? Are there any other costs? Are there free parts of the software versus cost, you know, costing the driver money parts of the software? Yeah, no, I think it's a great question. And, and look, like, I, I think, um, you know, we want to build a, a long-term platform and something that we can grow and evolve and, and continue to offer more tools and services to workers, right? We want to help with, with taxes in the future. We want to help with credentials, getting access to more jobs. Um, and, you know, to do that, we, you know, we, we um, strive to run a, a long-term business. We're not going to be a flash in the pan here. And so uh, what we do is we, we do have a subscription fee of uh, $3.99 uh, if you want just the business in a box. So, you know, we'll track your income, expenses, do your mileage tracking for you help project out what you're going to owe in taxes. That's $3.99 a month. If you want to do the smart schedule and pay guarantee stuff, that's $7.99 a month. And that's available in those 25 cities. Uh, so that's, you know, that's our business model um, today. Uh, you know, we're, we're not out there selling data or uh, doing anything like that. And, and so we're, we're focused on servicing, you know, the customer on this side and um, the worker and the driver in the space. And, and so, uh, and, and I agree with you, Sergio. I was, I was going to say one thing you mentioned is the pandemic changed everything right for for workers is that you have so many more options now than you did five years ago it was kind of an uber lift show you know doordash just wasn't quite there and um some of the others you know weren't weren't quite big like instacart and whatnot today you've got a lot of options and in the companies you know they need you know they need your time they need workers to make the business work and and the, you know without it it's not a thing and and so um this is a great opportunity for workers as long as you're kind of like diversifying and and getting kind of access to different jobs. And we, we think about ourselves as kind of a routing or Google Maps for you, you know, but with your jobs, maybe not where you're going. <laughs> yeah, no, I, you know, that's that's actually, you know, I mean, to me, as a driver, my main thing is utilization of my time. How am I utilizing? Yep. I, last time I checked, there was still 60 minutes in an hour. <laughs> so I'm trying, I'm out there trying to make the most amount of money in the least amount of time, right? So if I'm busy all 60 minutes with different apps, two, three different, four, four different apps, then I'm just going to be busy because I'm out there to drive. I'm not out there to watch YouTube in my car. Okay. Yep. So the other thing is, um, I was going to ask you when you mentioned that, you know, like you, you said you attached all your data or all your, you know, um, information to from Uber, Lyft, you know, all in DoorDash. Do you, did you have any pushback as far as privacy concerns or, or maybe people will be thinking, Oh yeah, these guys are still collecting data, just like Uber is, and then they're going to use it against me. Do you see do you, what? How do you come back to that? Because I'm sure we will hear it after the show that oh yeah, they're just collecting data, just like Uber is. Because like you know, in the green room we were talking, the perception of Uber Lyft in our community is horrible. Okay, so yeah. I hope I hope yours is going to be much better. And and so how do you uh, combat that? That you know the the perception that all your you know you guys are there just collecting my data. Yeah, no, I, I think, look, it's a, a valid concern and one that people should be worried about in, in the space. I, I think, um, you know, two things here. 
One, yes, it, you know, my co-founder and I, we saw the inside of Uber, just as David Bickerel, you know, saw it at Para, like, you know, like, and I think we, you know, all collectively have realized that, you know, the company, both for legal, but also profit reasons, didn't invest in this side of the marketplace, right? And and that's the unfortunate reality of, of the company. It, it changed very quickly from the early days when we had more of a one-to-one relationship with workers. And, and instead it became, you know, very corporate and, and broad and large scale and public companies and whatnot. Uh, and so our, our viewpoint on this is, is we're ultimately putting this together using data to get you better insights, better tools, uh, and ultimately more money in your pocket, right? Helping you take home more. It, it's it's data-driven. Like, I'll be honest, like our platform, that's what's different about it, right? Is it's not just a plug-and-play tool. It is dynamic, and it uses your information to help get you to the right job at the right time, as well as track your specific finances, right? As far as, like, the data aggregation piece goes, uh, like I mentioned, like, we're your personal information is brought right back to you, you know, in your personal income dashboards, uh, your mileage tracking. Uh, it's uh, yes, like thrown into an anonymous pool so that everyone can benefit from those broader level market insights and bird's eye view. But that's what we need, frankly, if you want to kind of gain the upper hand, you know, when it comes to flipping the script here on the company side, because that's what they do, right? Is they take market level information and say, hey, we know when we can pinch prices and move the market up and down. We're saying, hey, actually, if that's transparent and out there to everyone, uh, you can decide whether you accept, reject, work those jobs, go online, offline or not. And, yeah. and, and it's really the power of that bigger uh, collective market um, data set that you know everyone contributes into that makes the difference there. And so we, we take data security extremely seriously. Our engineering team has a deep background in it. Uh, and so it's uh, not something we take lightly. And it was a big part of why we spent our first year building that um, ultimately from 2020 to 2021, that was a big focus of ours. And so I know certainly there's a lot of, always a lot of concern around data and security and whatnot and privacy. Uh, we use it specifically to get you the right information so that you can earn more uh, with your time. That's really the focus of, of why we do it. Great. So uh, with a couple of minutes left, um, um, you tell us why should we download solo, you know, right after the episode, because everybody needs to watch the episode first <laughs> <laughs> and then put the thumbs up, you know, all the good YouTube algorithm BS stuff, right? So now, now you have to tell us why should we all go download solo? Yeah, I, I think it, it, look, whether you're uh, been doing this years or you're new to the space, uh, I think it goes back to the fact that, um, you know, we've got a type of work here that allows you to set your own schedule, allows you to kind of decide when and where and what job you work. But to do that, you need tools, you need software, you need data to do it. And we're building the platform to do that all in one place for you. We don't want you to have to go get a mileage tracker in one place, track your income across three different jobs in another, uh, do taxes with someone else. Uh, we want to make that simple, easy, and uh, as fluid as possible and seamless as possible for you uh, as a worker. And so today we help you earn more with that smart schedule. We help take out the risk of your daily income with the pay guarantee. And, you know, you may not think about it today, but you probably have to think about it at some point, like we all do when taxes come, we help you do the income and expense and administrative side of it as well. And we try to make that easy. It's built for you. Our team, it's small, but it's, you know, a mighty team of, of 15 and all our focus is entirely on building software uh, for, for you guys. And so, um, that's, you know, uh, we're going to continue to build on that and expand it, but 
that's our whole focus as a company. And I think we can make a real difference in terms of helping people get the most out of this kind of work, right? Because it is really powerful to own your own time and own schedule, but at the same time, it's got to be better than it is today. And, and that's our, our mission here is to ultimately fix that uh, and all the problems in the space and, and give you what you need to, to make the most out of your time and, and your finances uh, as you work for yourself, which we think is really empowering. Great. You know, um, we thank you for coming on. I mean, we'll definitely we'll have you on again in a few months uh, with an update. Sounds um, great. I don't, I don't know if you guys are going to go to Curbivore this year. Uh, the one Harry's yeah, putting yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, I'll be there too. So I'll, I'll say, cool. come say hello to you. Okay. Um, but great. yeah, please, you know, this is, this is, uh, Bryce Bennett, CEO and co-founder of Solo. Um, I, 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 you know, I give you guys thumbs up just for the fact that what the drivers are going through these days, you know, um, I mean, my prediction is not too good for when it comes to the gig economy, because, you know, there's too many drivers that are out there and any tools that you can provide with, with earnings, you know, and where to make the most amount of money in the shortest period of time to a driver is a thumbs up with me. Thank you for coming on. And, um, have a great uh, rest of your day. You're in Seattle, right? Uh, yep, we're up here in the Pacific Northwest. So, uh, you know, we're, we're the whole team's out of Seattle here. And if I just leave it with, uh, if anyone has questions they want to send, I see comments coming in and whatnot, uh, please send them to me, you know, at info at worksolo.com or Bryce at worksolo.com. Um, you can reach us there. We're all yours, ideas, things we can do better, um, things you want to see in, in the future. And, and we'd love to, to answer those questions or have the opportunity to, to, to chat with you. So I also hey, guys, like the solopreneur idea. I like the solopreneur, uh, the, you know, phrase instead of entrepreneur, you're a solopreneur. I like, yeah. I like the way you guys kind of label that one. So that's pretty cool. Hey, but, I, well, yeah. I really appreciate that it, guys, Chris, Sergio, thanks so much for the time. Thanks for what you guys do in the space and, um, looking forward to hopefully chatting with you again soon. Absolutely. All right, thanks Bryce. Thanks. Thank For those you. who are interested, too, in downloading Solo, a uh, link's going to be in the description, so you can check that out there. Thanks again, Bryce, for coming on. Thanks, Thank guys. You. Appreciate it. Thanks. See you later. All right. So that was Bryce with Solo. Again, check the uh, link in the description below if you want to check that out. Uh, Sergio, we have a hell of a show coming up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. By the title, by the title um, Possible Glitch Confirming... Still there, that, by the way. Front earnings. What's up? Still there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it is? Well, yeah, yeah. well I don't there. know. After this show, it might not. <laughs> so uh, we got quite a few things going on today. We're going to be talking about upfront earnings. We're going to be talking about this glitch. Uh, we're going to be talking about the upfront algorithm. There's a new thing that Lyft is, I don't know if it's either rolling out or testing, but this is something that's going on called the bonus, bonus zone boost. Uh, so if you have it, let us know what market you're in. Uh, and if you have it yet or not, I haven't seen it. Sergio does. So that's how we know about it. Um, also, we have our wonderful Uber CEO kind of talking both sides of the coin, which one really is it saying there's a driver supply shortage and then there's too much. So uh, we, we're we not sure right there where we're they're catering to specifically. Driver shortage does not exist, but anyway. not right now. No. no. And uh, yeah, then we're going to be talking right after that about the oversaturation um rdu's got something going on coming up uh next week and sergio is going to be participating in so he's going to be talking about that in yeah. a little while and then also yeah. we're going to be highlighting our side hustle of the week uh so we got All a right. packed show let's get right into it um, we're, on the clock. we're on the clock let's go <laughs> on the clock yeah all right where do you want to start with the the uh upfront earnings uh, yeah, yeah. let's, let's, let's just go right through that and uh, so people the, please thumbs up first of all 
uh, let me tell you, this took me like six and a half hours to do. So please, please pay attention. <laughs> yeah. Right. So actually, you know what? Here, let me uh, put up the other screenshots yeah, first. Put that one first. Yeah. Um, so right. this right here. Okay. If you so, want to talk about what it is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. yeah, for sure. So all of you can do this right now to see if you have this glitch or not. Now, when I used to be, you know, a full-time driver, I messed with the app constantly, pushing, pulling. I knew it wouldn't blow up, so I was just going to go, hey, let me try this. Let me try that. That's how you find all these uh, glitches on the app that is beneficial to you, people, okay? You got to, you know, you got to experiment with the app. It's, the app is there to just be messed with, all right? Because they're messing with you quite enough, so why not do that? So the other day, you know, bored, I guess. So I'm just messing with the old chips, you know, looking at some old data. So I go, I, I, I you know, clicked on this chip that I took. Um, it's, as you can tell, five miles, 20 minutes. It paid me $23.41 because, um, you know, there was a $15.65 surge on this, right? Because like a number one, when I drive, I only do surge trips or try to do anyway, unless I'm DF going home or boost or in combination of both, including, you know, plus add the quest. That's how I do 40, 50 bucks an hour. Those days are gone. I can't do that anymore. I'm in LA. It's specific to me. So don't bombard me with shit saying that come to Idaho. It's not happening in Idaho. So anyway, I clicked on this trip. I go 2341. Good old days. Look at this. Five bucks, you know, five miles, you know, 20 minutes. Great. Then I go, I see this little writing right on the bottom of this, of this, uh, of the fair, the old fair, which was, which the explanation is on the left screenshot where it says paid to you. I go, great. There's the explanation. Yeah, the for and this was by chance because it's not on the, the summary. Do you remember about what time it was? I think it was in March or something. This one? Uh, this one, uh, let's see where the date is. Yeah, it says 7.31. I think I cut it a little bit too much. Yeah, this is probably March, April of this okay. year. So this essentially, year. let's just give a, a real brief thing of what's going on. So new the, the new way of doing things is upfront earnings. The old way is the time and distance model. If you go into your old uh, breakdowns prior to the changeover to upfront fares, you may or may not see the old fare of what you were paid versus what you'd be pay paid under the upfront model. So this is where the glitch is. We're not like, I don't have this on my app and I've been paying attention to it. Uh, Sergio sent me a text what, the, the day you saw it. You're like, hey, what's what, do you got this? I'm like, no, I don't have it. We talked to Joe, he doesn't have it either. Um, so this is something that Sergio has. I don't know if you have this on your app and you see this, yeah. you have to go it was about February time frame up until. Yeah, but, but no, actually, it started in July. It started in like uh, July. My uh, it goes it on my app. It this is from actually the end of January of this year, all the way up to July, almost okay, the middle so of July, right? You get so, about six months worth of data point yeah. showing what you took. Now this is the this is big here when you think about it because you're able to actually see a true comparison between the old model. Of time and distance and the new model of upfront fares. Yep. So this is the huge thing right here. And this is yep. going to show you, and we Sergio made a huge list of things. So uh exactly about how much uh things have gone down or up or whatnot, like that. Yeah. So 
Uh, yes. That's just kind of given the, so, the brief summary yeah. of it. Yeah, that's a good, actually, that's a good summary. So if you guys see on the right screenshot, it says 2341. That's what it, what it would have been under miles and minutes, the old fashioned, the old fashioned way. And then underneath it, it says upfront fare. So for each single trip for those six months, some quarter somewhere made a boo-boo and, and gave me what the trip would have been today under upfront fare. So on this one, I would have gotten a $13 haircut. Um, so what I, what do I do now? I go, maybe this is only one. Oh no, no. I just went back month after week, after week, month after month for six months. Uh, all the old fashioned way of calculating the earnings were converted into upfront fare right on the app. So I'm like, yeah, why don't I go do a spreadsheet of all these trips? Of course yeah. it takes one by one because there's nothing to download. So one by one, I went through it. There were over 500 trips that I went, uh, and put them all on a spreadsheet for you guys. And now if you, if you, if you want to check, if you have this, if you have this glitch, we call it the glitch, but whatever it is, it is. Um, just go to, uh, you know, July, August sometime this year and click on a trip on any UberX trip or any other trip. If you see, obviously, you're going to see the uh, your earnings screenshot with the map, just like you guys are looking at it now. And underneath it, it will have to say upfront fare. If you see upfront fare, you have the glitch. You will be able to compare trip by trip going back month after month after month to see what the difference would have been. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I think this is uh, this is pretty much will tell you guys if upfront fares and destination is a cut or it's a benefit to the driver. Now, I did go put 530 some trips um, for all those six months. You see it. There you go, Professor. Now you can figure out how badly you're getting screwed with upfront fares. So um, everybody check this on their app. Not now, you know, later. Um, it's been there since I, I discovered this, by the way, when was it, Chris? Last Thursday? Uh, no, yeah, something like that. It was, yeah, it was, a few well, days ago. To, it was probably Thursday or Friday last week. Yeah. Yeah. I talked to a bunch of, um, um, drivers in LA. A couple of them have it. Some don't, some do. It's not for, it's not on every, it has nothing to do with iOS or Android, by the way. People with Android have it and some people with, you know, iOS have it. So it's just a luck of the draw, right? So all you have to do is just go click on the map, uh, you know, on, on a specific trip. And if you have it, you have it. Then you can figure out how many months you have it. And if you want to go through the work of creating a spreadsheet for yourself, um, because going forward, you're going to get upfront fares. There is no more miles and minutes. Yep. So on so this trip, I got a huge haircut, obviously. Yeah. So essentially, the other thing, too, is what you see on the two screenshots that are next to each other, the left and the middle one, you see basically what was paid to him at that date so let's just pretend it's march for march 14th or something because that's around the time frame when he yeah. was marking these but you can see the fare the distance surge time yeah. temporary fuel surcharge and the earnings of 2040 or 2341 but then yeah. you see the upfront fare breakdown which breaks yep. it down and you can kind of go back and forth so you see the minimum fare supplement the surge the time temporary yep. fuel surcharge miscellaneous adjustments and that yep. and that's how you see a 13 dollar difference yeah. Yeah. That's uh a big ass haircut right there yeah we're 12 almost 12 dollars of it is difference of surge that's yeah. that's the thing that i don't understand here is what if if you're comparing literally the same exact trip to each other yeah why would surge be any different from 15.65 to three dollars and 25 cents that's because that's, that's because up front, that, that's because on upfront fares surge is bundled in up front there now the the algo is not is not not just only got rid of time and distance, Chris. 
But what they're doing now with surge or boost or anything else that you see, right? That you're supposed to, that you are getting in addition to the fare, right? Is all bundled in now. Okay. So on some trips, they're lowering the fare. If you if you have a high surge attached to it, on some trips they're messing with the surge, which we're gonna show some more screenshots, and then that's happening too. So you know, as we from the only thing I can gather from upfront fares is there's no rhyme or reason that one trip of the same distance and duration is priced at 10 and the other one is priced at 20. I have no idea how the algorithm is figuring mm -hmm. that out, right? So we don't know. Yeah. But on this trip, they cut the surge quite a bit because pretty much everything else is pretty similar to each other, except that um, the surge got cut from 1565 to 325. And to be honest with you, if you look at the distance and, and time on this trip, right? Five miles, 20 minutes, 10 bucks. Most people would do this trip because it's $2 a mile. Under mm -hmm. today's regime of upfront fares, most people would take this trip on because if you do three of these, that's 30 bucks an hour. It's more than LA drivers are making today, right? It's two bucks an hour. So, I mean, yeah. two mile, the $2 a mile. You know, and let's, look, let's look at the next the next one too to, yeah, to this show one, the breakdown of this. This one is a little bit of a longer trip, right? So uh, same thing, same idea. I clicked on the trip. Twenty-four forty-three. What I got paid, I would under upfront fares, I would get paid twenty-one dollars and ninety cents. This trip would take me twenty-six minutes and fifteen. Took me fifteen point six miles. I did that trip then because it was buck and a half, and it was taking me home. The green dot is where I'm, and the red dot is pretty close to my house actually. Um, so again, on this trip, right? Look at the look at the numbers. Look what they did. Um, the distance number went from nine thirty-seven to eight twelve. Okay, and the time part went from 551 to 423. You see what the algo is doing, right? And the promotion, which was I had a $9 boost on this, right? Per trip. That on this one it stayed the same. But then the algo somehow figured my miles and minutes were a lot worth a lot less or at least in this case two and a half dollars less for some reason. Same trip, right? That's what the algo is pulling now. You don't know why what's getting priced at whatsoever. I have, you know, and, and I'm going like, okay. So overall, you know, these are a couple of trips. I'll be showing these to you so you can go check it in your app. If you have it, you can, edu you know, you can have fun with it until they get rid of it. Because I'm pretty sure some coder is going to get fired for having this up there. Oh, yeah. Um, Especially for being on one of our apps, being either Sergio or myself, because, you know, this is what you were doing pretty much all week right here. Right. And that is... Um, doing these comparisons. So you see so, what the pre-UFD so price is, the after, what the difference is. And it you just shows you. One? Do you have the other one? What? Do you have the other one with the weeks? Uh, yeah. Which yeah, one? Let's show, let's show that first because this is a breakdown of the single month. Okay, so what I did was I went week by week by week by week by week, okay? It's like pre-UFD meaning before upfront, UFD meaning what it is, what it would have paid today. How many trips I did that week, right? And the difference. So it's pretty self-explanatory. And we'll put this up and then you guys can download this at some point. So these are all the weeks. It goes all the way to February, right? And and if you look at the differences between uh, miles and minutes, which is pre-UFD, and versus UFD, the difference came after 23 weeks. In seven weeks, actually, UFD paid me more. 16 out of the 23 weeks, miles and minutes paid me more. But on an overall total, there were some weeks 
that I got paid a lot less. There were some weeks that I got paid a lot more on under UFD. Overall, overall, 529 trips on the spreadsheet. With miles and minutes, I would have made 6,445. This is without tips, obviously. I deducted all the tips uh, from the from both sides. Um, so I would have made $66,445 with upfront. I only would be making with the exact same trips, same length, same duration. I would be making $6,288. Now, when I show you the next one, you guys will understand. Um, according to those 529 trips, I ended up getting a haircut of 2.45% with upfront earnings. Now we know my number may be a little bit less than yours, just for the fact that when I do drive, I'm looking for shorties. I'm looking for high surge, high bonus, high boost surge shorties. Now, what do I do? I take that one month that I did 52 trips on, right? And again, I put pre-UFD, UFD, the difference on some trips is eight cents more, six cents less, even whatever it is. My miles and minutes were is is, is clearly indicated in those two columns, right? So if you look at the overall trips, you know, start from the top, 7.1 miles, 20 miles, 2.5, 2.4, 2.8, 9.2, 96, 5.2, So what I'm trying to say is that my haircut was only 2.5% with just gunning for shorties, meaning to me, shorty is like one mile pickup, two to three mile drop off, right? So most of these trips are short. I would say 80, 70% of these trips are short. And according to the CEOs, short trips were supposed to pay more. And we know on the longer trips, you're getting a banger of a haircut, right? Well, mm -hmm. on most of the short trips, even this month, I did a lot of short trips versus longer or medium trips. I'm, I still got paid 1.33% less. So now um, I'm going to say literally that, you, you know, upfront fares is a rate cut, Chris. I mean, I'm just going to come out and say it. If they don't like it, they don't like it. Yep. Um, now, your numbers may be different than mine. Again, I'm in LA. I did this for six months, 530 trips. Uber will say this is not big enough a data set. Let it be. This is my numbers. I stand by my numbers, but you have to use The biggest thing is it's a direct comparison between the old way and the new way based yep. on one ride. So you have two versions of it in one ride, which is exactly you know some of the information that we wanted to try to get because we could always say, well, we could do a roundabout same ride and kind of figure it out, try to figure it out that way. But there are many different factors that will factor in, like surge, boost, you know, different things like that that could come into play. This yeah. one is taking it directly. What was the old rate? What was the new rate for each ride? So yeah. if you have this information and you want to share some of these screenshots, uh, you know, try to gather as much information as you can uh, and send it over to us that way, then we can just figure out a little bit more yeah. but yeah i mean when, when it comes down to it if you asked myself or yourself and you can answer this question and i'll answer it what do you think about upfront earnings do you think that it's uh never the revenue neutral no okay. on short trips on short trips it's uh at best revenue neutral which i know it's not because michelle if you're here much appreciated uh, Michelle, who was also doing the same kind of spreadsheet, she's up to like close to 250 lines uh, and she's trying to do mostly short trips. She's running about 6% haircut. There's another gentleman in San Francisco who did only 100 short lift trips under UFD and his haircut was about 8%. 
Um, so it's a haircut. Any way you look at it, it's it's a fair cut. I mean, I'm not gonna, you know, call sugarcoat it. It is what it is. No, I'm thinking no, I'm thinking, you know, I'm thinking on the longer trips, the the pay cut is a lot more, a lot larger. Okay. And I mean twenty percent. We've seen and heard and witnessed probably what around close to thirty percent. I wouldn't so, say overall. I, overall, I would call if you took everything, like in most drivers' cases, maybe different numbers, but I think overall it's going to be 10 to 14% haircut. And that's factoring, you're taking that and factoring with short rides too, right? Yeah, short rides, long rides, medium rides, that's I think. And overall, the other yeah. thing, the other thing, you know, you told me to do this and I did it for you, Chris. You know, uh, that one you. month, that one month that I put up the, you know, all the trips, right? Because we, I wanted to get a, like a trend or an indication where the cut is really kicking in, where it's really hurting me, right? So I discovered that anything over five and a half, six miles, the reduction in rates is accelerating quite a bit, right? Almost like a couple of percentage points every three miles or so. So if if I had to do to try, try if you're watching this, this is probably what you would see right here in my two yeah. hands the way that they are and we'll put a graph out uh yeah. maybe we'll try to break this down a little bit more and actually get a true graph to show you yeah. like the the pinpoint numbers and stuff like that because i yeah. i made a couple of graphs earlier but i didn't wasn't able to like finesse it so you could actually see the difference no Who i mean like if you if you did a, like an xy axis kind of a graph right and if the starting point zero point is break even meaning you did a yep. minimum fare trip, right? It was in LA, minimum fare is 327 plus the 55 cent fuel surcharge. But if you took it out, it's 327, right? So if you if you had a graph there and then it went to like two miles, which is minimum fare. And if you go two miles, four miles, six miles, eight miles, 10 miles, two miles at a time, right? That graph would be maybe at like a 20, 25% slope going higher, meaning less pay for longer trips. So to me, it, this is definitely, definitely, definitely a rate cut. Now, I, you know, we put out videos and one of them got like some 30,000 views the other day, a couple of days ago. And everybody goes, oh, yeah, I'm making 30% less. I'm making 20% less. Again, you know, people are just looking at one single trip and going like, oh, I'm making 30. No, you're not making 30% less. Nobody's going to work for 30% less. But what is happening is that there is a gradual acceleration of your income loss. There definitely is. Anything over five and a half, six miles is really kicking in, okay? So to me then, cherry pick the shit out of shit. I mean, seriously, you know? And and the other thing is, you know, try to do five, six miles or less trips because anything over, you're going to get a haircut. So, you yeah. know, uh, so I mean. Our, our, you know, this is Showman Money Club. The tip that we have for you, as Sergio just said, anything over five and a half, six miles, be very critical of. Uh, yep. you, again, you don't have to take every ride. Decline the garbage and yep. know your worth. Oh, is, and... is our thing running? <laughs> what? Is our thing the hashtag running? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's on there. But that's yeah. the whole thing. So, you know, when it's less than that distance, you're probably going to be making close to the same, maybe a little more, maybe a little whatnot. But then there are a couple of trips that are out there that are, you know, much higher. And yep. there's almost no rhyme or reason to it. So. Again, this is just the importance of paying attention to the information that you are given. Yep. So pay attention to the time, the distance to and from the pickup to where you are, to the drop off, all that, and then what the pay actually is. Uh, and then, you know, stacking incentives and things like that, if you even have those available. Because unfortunately, 
something we're going to be talking about in a little bit. Uh, you know, those are becoming few and far between. And we also talked about that last week. They're uh, like endangered, so. endangered animals now. You know, these high quests and stuff that we used to get, they're like, they don't exist. You know what I mean? Hmm. So uh, all I know is, is uh, up front is a rate cut. Depends on the style of driving you do. If you were a driver that used to do a lot of long airport trips and things like that, you're screwed. I'm telling you, you're screwed. You're going to get a 20% deduction in earnings. I mean, I'm please, I'm I'm begging you drivers, when the pink screen is coming in, train your eyes to the right areas. Don't willy-nilly accept shit, okay? Mm-hmm. Know your worth. Know your worth. You're more, worth more than 4 bucks every 15 minutes, okay? Because there are a lot of those 4 or $5 chips flying around. Now, if you're, you know, if you have a strategy, you have a decent quest, you want to, you're trying to finish, of course, gun for the shorties, get it over with. But, or if Lyft gives you a guarantee or whatever. But to me, it's like, you got to become, you know, I'm using the Chicago driver's line, USDA approved cherry picker now. That's what, <laughs> except, except Jeff. Well, that's, good old Jeff know, in, in, <laughs> moving on, let's talk about the other aspect of that, not just cherry picking but also teaching the algorithm. It is yes. machine learning. Yes. You know, These are recent, I, man. Yes. Yeah, bo- well, both you and I were on a show yesterday uh, Well, that we pre-recorded with uh, yep. Steve Rodeo and David from Para, uh, where we t- t- had kind of mentioned that and talked about it, where they were actually doing that a couple of years ago when it came to you know the, the algorithm and starting to get that set up. What that maybe went into is what we're seeing today once they realize that they're able to, you know, kind of finesse things into a profit style versus, you know, information, um, which if you have, or I, I don't know when he's going to post that over on Rideshare Rodeo, but uh, when they do check that out, because we did talk about that. And it just kind of rolls into what's what we're going to be talking about, training the algorithm. And yep. this is where... This is where decline garbage comes in. This is where cherry picking comes in. This is where these things that we're talking about have yep. to come in in order to be able to teach that algorithm. No, we are not going to be slow boiled into a, a death of the frog uh, that Sergio, you always bring up. Uh, but it's I'm it's no the frog, example. <laughs> we don't want that conditioning that they're going to say, oh, $10 today, $9.95 in next week. And then in six months, it's down to nine fifty, nine twenty five, eight dollars. Yep. You know, we don't want that. We want to train the algorithm and say, "Look, we're not going to accept that." And so, yeah, declining rides is going to be one of the things that's going to be happening yep. uh, in order to train that. Saying, "I'm not going to. I know what my value is, and I'm not going to accept lower than that." Now, now I gotta, I gotta tell you one thing. You know, remember I just mentioned Michelle. Michelle, if you're here, shout out to you. I mean, a lot of drivers have become my eyes and ears in the country, okay, which is like absolutely mind-boggling to me that you guys are taking this shit seriously enough, but you should because it's your income for God's sakes, right? So, but I thank you. I appreciate it. I try to answer every single email. So Michelle's email starts, Sergio, I have almost 300 lines on my spreadsheet. Thanks to you. I go, thank you, Michelle. Much appreciated. You know what she says? I wish I had put that email up. But you know what? Next week, I'll put that up. Yeah, let's, goes, let's talk about you know, that next week. Let's talk about week, the... Yeah, uh, I, I don't have letters this week. I had them all set up, but I knew we were going to run over with this stuff. So I go like, next week we'll do all those. Yeah. But he says, he says, Sergio, I don't know if I'm cherry picking better. This is her quote, I'm telling you. But my losses from last week of 6% has have declined. He goes, she goes, do you think I'm teaching the algorithm something? I told her, I responded to her. I go, 
You're doing both. You're doing both things really well. Not only you're cherry picking better and you're teaching the algorithm at the same time. So her losses on her short trips are declining overall from being down 6%. She's down, I think, down to like my me, like 3% level, right? So this is what we're trying to do. If this is the best we can do, and if your losses under UFD or upfront fares is 7, 8, 9%, that means your style is wrong. You're you're not cherry picking enough. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. she goes, is it both? I go, Michelle, it's got to be both. You're cherry picking better. You've become yep. a better cherry picker and you're teaching Again, the Every single time we'll always bring this up. Both DK and Jay-Z and even Andrew in his interview that yes, he did sir. recently that we highlighted all say the same exact thing. If they are pricing rides wrong, it's on them. And they want they want acceptance rates to be at 100%. I would agree with that. I would love to have my acceptance rate back up to 100%. It's nowhere near that. But that's yeah. also because they're not offering the right prices. Yeah. You got to offer the right prices. They they all did they did say that there's going to be an adjustment period that needs for everything to kick in. Well, okay, it's sure. time. We're it's going time. to teach it that adjustment yeah. period. So he said that. You remember DK, DK? DK clearly said that. Clearly yep. said that. He goes mm-hmm. machine learning. He goes algorithms. We need time to adjust. I go, sir. It's been mm-hmm. a month and a half almost in LA now. It's time to adjust. Let's, let's yeah, it should algo. be adjusting. So yeah, and you know everybody has the goddamn their own algo anyway. So okay, um, okay, you got these. Uh, these are not okay. The, so, the two trips, the it goes the other way around. Okay, but, either or. Yeah, either or. So so look at these two trips. Okay, just just try to look at the pickup and the drop off point, and the price. Forget everything else at the moment. They're both long trips. This is on trip radar. Okay. So they're shopping these trips on TripRadar. Obviously, there's four people watching one and six people are watching the other one. Obviously, nobody's touching it. And why would they? When a trip is going to take 65 minutes and 43 miles at 38 bucks, they go, screw that. I'm not doing it. And the other one, $44, 44 43 you know, most, most people would take the second trip, I'm pretty sure, right? I mean, it's 45 bucks, especially if it's on your way home or if you live somewhere close to that area. Great, right? So these are all from Orange County to um, LA, uh, both of them. And so to me, now, you train your eyes on the numbers, 37.93 and 43.95, right? Okay, the next one, next time they pop these, and by the way, look at the clock, look at the screenshot clock, 6.23 p.m. So they've been shopping these two trips. Uber system goes, fuck, I can't sell them. What do I need to do? Okay, well, let's change the price. Okay, okay, next one now. Oh, look, it's 6.26 p.m. Three minutes later, they're still shopping, and now seven people are watching one and five on the other one. Hey, look what happened to the prices. You guys remember that 71-minute trip at 43 bucks or 42 bucks, whatever that was, right? Now it's up to 47 bucks. There you go, 43.95. It went up to 46.98. Great, okay, improvement. Probably still nobody took it, but at this point, it's becoming more, more of a you know palatable trip, right? And the other one became thirty-eight fifty-one from thirty-seven ninety-three. Not that much of an improvement. However, there is a thing here that you guys need to pay attention to. Again, these are these screens you guys got to read in about sixty-seven seconds, six or seven, not sixty-seven. Do you see this, Chris, where it says $1.50 included? And on both on both trips, when it originally yep. showed up on TripRadar, it said $1.50 included. That's the surge, right? Yeah. 
Look what they did on the next one. Now they it's... go 575 included now. See what the mother humpers are doing, right? Now, if dollar oh, there's, there's definitely not a five dollar, or I'm sorry, what's 575 minus four, 150? 425. There's not a four dollar and twenty-five cent difference on those rides. There's even less on this, they're fucking even on this, even when they're shopping, they're fucking with you. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because they made it look like ooh, five seventy-five. Well, jackass, my math is good in six seconds. If if the surge went from buck fifty to five seventy-five, this trip should not have only gone up by three bucks. It should have gone up by four twenty-five. So what yep. do they do? The algo goes, Oh, surge went higher. Now I gotta lower the fare. Stop. Fucking with it, man. We know what the hell is up. This is bullshit, right? Again. Yeah, it's a game. And this is a game too. Like, oh, I can look it, at man. it and say, hey, look, I'm getting I'm getting five dollars and seventy-five cents extra. That that's you know, yeah. that that's pretty decent right there. But no, it's in actuality, it's a the cut. Yeah. Yeah, fair they they mess with the pair, but overall though, for the same trip, right? They put more money into the trip. That's a fact. You cannot lie with that, right? But if you analyze it with the surge adjustment, it should have gone up even more. But even mm -hmm. there, they're like taking a couple of bucks from you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But but my point on this showing this was the algo is adjusting. When people are not taking these trips and they're staying on the trip radar for like two, three, four, five minutes, right? The algo goes, okay, we'll still fuck with their heads. We'll show like a bigger... Uh, you know, bigger surge, they're not going to figure that out. They're going to jump on it right away. But the point is, they adjusted one trip up three, three and a half bucks, and the other one by a buck. Yeah. So when it should have been four twenty-five for both. Yeah, I agree. And, I agree. But and I then even even on top up. of that, even on top of that, just take taking away the surge. You know, those those are just sitting there. There's a reason why they're just sitting there. They're not why pricing them correctly. So that means that the actual fare itself should be higher, and then the surge on top of that should be higher so instead of a four dollar and 25 cent increase you should probably see six seven eight dollar increase in order to actually in in the real world in the real world of math um when no you know when nobody wants to take a ride and you're trying to teach your algorithms that that's what should be doing that's why they're sitting here like this Yep. Then they, and then you know what? To me, says, uh, acceptance rate is four <laughs> percent. Uh, yeah. Well, there you go. Awesome. Right, that's good. There you go. Single digits is our goal. Single digits for the whole country is our goal. So the packs wait times go to through the goddamn roof, and maybe they'll figure it out. Okay. To me, that four percent is gold right there. GGGG. Uh, G, G, G. Okay. Thumbs up to you. GGGG. Okay. Where's my thumb? Fuck. Okay. <laughs> there you go. So, yeah. There you go. Yeah, so that was that. So the algo is learning, and DK, you know, make it a little faster. You know, we'll accept some trips if you just kind of adjust things a little more faster up, not down up. Yeah. So the bit, the big hey, thing is attention to it and calculate your money. Or, I'm sorry, yeah, calculate, calculate the math that they're giving you for that. So that you, you know, know, you know, you got to do such a lot of math now. Seriously, you know, pretty soon every mm -hmm. Uber driver is going to be a math genius because you know, at least sub, <laughs> at least division, yeah. multiplication. You know, the PEMDAS shit. We're going to be all yep. geniuses. We're going to figure out math like this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is, you train your brain that way. Like yeah, it's funny because I listen to my the podcasts and videos that I watch. I watch yeah. them all at double speed. Because I get to watch double the amount that I can in the same amount of time. So it's, you know, you, to me, I'm used to that. If I listen to something nor at normal speed now, 
I'm like, dude, this is so freaking slow. So it's you yeah. just train yourself. It's the same thing when you when you're doing the math. What you look for, what you figure out, you know exactly. You're you're gonna train your brain. It's muscle memory, and you figure it out. Uber is benefiting at some point. See, it's teaching guys how to do fast math. <laughs> yep, get that sad. fast math. All right, on. We're, we we talked about uh, upfront earnings. Uh, yeah. Let's go to Lyft side of things now. Something that they're either testing or rolling out. We're not really. Oh, they rolled sure. it out. They rolled us out. I got a I got a text from a Boston driver. He goes, okay. "Do you have this?" I go, "No." Oh, he goes, "I'm in the East Coast, so you'll get it in an hour." Sure enough, an hour later, I got this thing. <laughs> I so don't have like, it yet. Yeah. So um, everybody in LA got this. Everybody in LA. I checked with all my LA guys. Everybody in LA got this. So, <laughs> all right. So basically, what it is, it's a a bonus zone <laughs> boost. You texted me. You're like. What is this shit? <laughs> I'm like, ah, this is what it looks like to me. So, no, but you know what? Uh, initially, I was like, oh no, this is like another one of those Uber Pro language barrier bullshit that they're gonna put up. But then I figured it out pretty fast. Actually, actually, Chris, I like this. You know why <laughs> I like this? You know why I like this? Because because you can actually cherry pick that first fifteen, unlock the twenty percent zone boost, right? Cherry pick the shit out of it, unlock it. And for the 30%, cherry pick some more. <laughs> yeah, okay. Here, here, here's that, that's a good I, I like I like your effort, but I'm gonna squash your your thought process here. Why? Because they're going to say that you're going to get 20% more based on that 15 rides here. You hit yeah. that 15 rides and then you're yeah. gonna get 20% more, makes it no 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 no. They're gonna say plus 20%, but they're gonna lower the fare. So that same ten dollar ride okay. that you would have cherry picked before is now eight dollars with a 20% update to $10. Oh, well, so they're going to pay you the exact same price. Well, I, I got you. I got you. But we have to test it <laughs> and figure it out. Now, now yeah. the other thing they can do. Okay, so this is the lift map. When I got this in my thing, I immediately took a screenshot of the lift map. So you see those little uh, twos and threes, pinks and purples and whatever lift colors are, right? Yeah. So this is what this means. If you do, if you unlock the top level, let's say, like I said, let's say you did unlock cherry pick the shit out of it for a while. And this is a weekly thing, by the way, Monday to Monday. So it's doable, people. So if you cherry pick 55 times and drove only when there is surge, right? Or Lyft calls it bonus, right? And so you did decent trips out of those for those 55 anyway. So now the weekend comes, you did 10 trips a day. Now it's the weekend, you know, it's going to be better. So if you had unlocked this 40% boost zone, and if you're in one of those three areas, $3 areas, right? That three is going to become $4.20. That's what this is about. So cherry pick the shit out of it Monday through Friday. And Friday, if you unlock the, even the second tier, which is 30%, then, you know, if you catch a $6, $8 bonus, that another 30% on that is going to be another three bucks. So that eight becomes 11. So, hey, man, I like this. So this, because this goes with my scheme of cherry pick the shit out of it and then cherry pick the shit out of it again on the weekend and get the 30, 40% bonus. Unless, right, well, unless they turn the surge off. Now you're screwed. Now you did 55 chips to get this 40%. And you know, well, you know I like, I like your, your thought process and, and that's my exact thought process, but yeah. I know Lyft, We've seen them do different things and Uber and we've seen them, we've seen them pull shit. We just, we just looked at the trip radar where they were pulling that shit with the 525 and the dollar 25, dollar 50 when yeah. it came to surge. So here's the thing. There's, there's two avenues that I could see Lyft doing. They could mm -hmm. say for, for, for your initial aspect, we're going to price everything subpar. 
So that means every single person is getting paid subpar. And then when you get that that first tier, when you hit that first, let in in this case, fifteen rides, and you mm -hmm. get that twenty percent extra, maybe that brings you back to what it should actually be, or what it was prior to upfront fares change or upfront pay change. And That's then you know, it's and, Christmas, man. You're being the Grinch, man. You give it hope, man. Have some hope, man. It's called it's it, as David put it yesterday on the show that we were on. He was talking about passenger wiggle. This is the same thing, driver wiggle. So driver wiggle is going to be, they're going to price it accordingly. So that 20, 30, 40% probably isn't really 20, 30, 40%. It's probably where you, you think, because again, in the 10, 12 seconds that you're going to see it, can you do the math that quick to figure it out? It. Okay, I got it. I got it. But look, listen. Okay. I tested the area. I'm, I'm devil's advocate here. I'm, I know you are. I tested the area filter. I loved it, right? So be, without mm -hmm. testing, I wouldn't... Okay, let's give these people the benefit of the doubt, right? Okay, don't hate me for it because I want to... I think this fits my style of driving beautifully. I'm not going yep. to 55... I'm not going for 55 trips. I'm just going to go cherry pick the shit out of maybe 20, 30 trips in the, during the week, and then I'll get my 30% and just drive when there are bonuses, Okay. Hmm. And let's see, let's see if it stays true. If it doesn't stay true, the week after I'm going to come back and say, "F you, lift <laughs> didn't work out, right?" Well, I so I want to I I would love to see your numbers. You know, if, if that pops up on mine, then I'll do the same exact thing. I'll figure yeah. it out. But I haven't yeah. seen it pop up on mine yet. Um, Bro, they haven't sent me that. It's so. be a long winter. Let's give these people some hope because there's shit out there. And yeah. then and then well, to me it's like, yeah, okay. This could be a game that we could play. And that's the whole thing. Like, you know, yeah. they're playing a game and we're going to play yeah. a game. So Absolutely. when it comes yeah. down to it, dry, all drivers watching and listening beyond this, you know, you can't play the game if you don't know you're playing the game and you can't play the game if you don't know the rules that's and you right. can't break the rules unless you yeah. know them. That's so right. here's the thing. You need to know the game. You need to know the rules and then you need to know how to bend them. Okay. okay. For this them. one, for this one, Chris, I have a plan. Okay. And this wow. fits my style. My style is cherry pick anyway. I'm just going to cherry pick the shit out of it until I unlock one and then test it if it's if they're really paying me 20% more. Just like I, I like you it. know, I, you know, just like I had a, I had a, you know, we're going to put that up next week. I took Lyft's money and I got my statement. Guess what? Lyft lost 350 bucks on me last week. So I'm yes. like, hey, yeah, oh, yeah <laughs> you guys, you guys are going to see the beauty of that one. And in fact, well, you know, that, that's because Gabe paid you. It came out of huh? Gabe's earnings. They just they, they just rate rebalanced from from him to you <laughs> during yeah, that. Well, they took it from somewhere because they lost their ass on me. But then, but look, for each thing that they offer, I have a strategy, right? If they offer me a guarantee, right? I know where I'm gonna be. I'm gonna do only two sixty-two trips in eight hours. I'm gonna do thirty trips. Take their six hundred bucks, and I'm out of there. Right. Mm -hmm. So for for each zag, we have to have a zig, or for each zig they put in, we have to have a zag. So on this one, I have my strategy set up. Does it work? We're gonna find out. So. All right. Well, we're gonna figure that out. We'll come back with you next week or the week after, depending week on after, that. Week after. Okay. So next or in two weeks. Uh, I mean, obviously, we are we're always running our own little tests in the background and then sharing that. So uh, make sure you stay tuned every single week. Subscribe. Ring the bell for notifications. And of course. The little like button a little thumbs up let us know uh, and let youtube know because this is going to help push to more drivers yeah, all right so up, please <laughs> with that being said and you after you smash the like button we'll get to our next topic and that is what is uber ceo saying you know dk 
he's saying that there's a driver shortage. There's there's too many drivers. You're, you're two different interviews. You say two different things. What's going on here? He had a he had a aneurysm or something. I don't know. <laughs> okay, so he's in know, Chicago. But, but, but before we get into this, drivers or people who are watching this, what are you seeing in your area? Would you say? Yeah. You're seeing an oversaturation of drivers. Are you seeing uh, an undersaturation of drivers? What are you seeing? Because obviously, market to market, it is going to vary. Some drivers, or I'm sorry, some markets are extremely oversaturated. Other markets are maybe not as bad or maybe even dry a little bit. So uh, let us know, what are you seeing out there on the road? What are you seeing if you open up the, the rider app? Are you seeing somebody right around the corner? Are you seeing 18 people right around the corner? What are you yeah. seeing? No, I, 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 I'm telling you, he's flat out lying. Okay, he's bullshit. Mm-hmm. He's full of shit. Hey, you heard me? <laughs> You're full of shit. There you go. So, so, so he was in Chicago. He gave two interviews in Chicago in the same goddamn city. Okay, same city. On Chicago Tribune, he said a driver shortage has been driving up Uber prices. You're so full of shit, bro. <laughs> Uber prices have been going up anyway. This is this is from December second, bro. Okay, that's embarrassing. Anyway, you know, he, he he's like making the drivers, again, the bad guy. We have a driver mm-hmm. shortage. That's why we have to jack the prices up on the passengers during Thanksgiving travel. Season. That's all bullshit. It's the biggest bullshit I've ever heard. Uh-huh. Let me tell you, sir, LA has been has never been this oversaturated ever. I've been doing this for seven years, and we have the screenshots. You guys will see it. So, by the way, all of you, all of you drivers, please download the passenger app, even if you're not going to drive. Just to price rides to see how badly you're getting screwed and all that good stuff. You know, just price rides and, and see the drivers around you, at least in your vicinity. They're only going to show eight on each app, but that's okay. And you'll understand if this guy is right or wrong, if it's oversaturated or not. So a driver shortage has been driving up Uber prices, CEO said. Chicago will likely be a bigger and bigger part of Uber's workforce. Yeah, because they have, they're opening their offices there for Uber Freight. Um, driver shortage in peak hours. What city are you in? Don't just say that. Um, his comments, yeah, there's way too many drivers everywhere. Um, so he goes, he goes, this guy goes, okay, there's not enough drivers in Chicago. You know what? I guess what Emmanuel, the guy I did the goddamn you know article on. People, please go read the my my windy city king over there. He goes, Serge, that guy's full of shit. He doesn't even know what he's saying. There's so many drivers in Chicago. I'm like, yeah, there you go. Okay. Too many drivers in Chicago, Uber loves it. There you go. See, there you go. How about that one? There you go. Everybody's saying saturated. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, we know. Well, New York City is different, whoever you are there. Um, so next one, next slide. Um, so this is Chicago Tribune article, right? And he goes, he also addresses efforts to diversify the company's leadership. I don't give a shit about the leadership. In this one, he goes, the biggest thing in Chicago, Oversaturated there. Anybody said undersaturated yet? Anybody said the, not enough? Uh, Lisa, Lisa said <clears throat> in her market it's undersaturated ride share, but oversaturated delivery. Yeah, well, they're all doing the same shit anyway. So he goes, he goes here. Look at this last quote, Chris. He goes, the biggest thing in Chicago to do is we need more earners. That's you people. That's drivers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I think Emmanuel We need more earners. We need more drivers out there. No, we don't need more drivers out there. We don't. We really don't. Okay. So now he goes, shortage of overnight drivers. Maybe. Yeah. Overnight. Yeah. Okay. But um, there, Ken Z, I'm in Chicago. Way too many drivers. William, Ohio. There you go. 
All right. You know what? We'll send you a copy of this uh, segment when we snip it, when we put it up, DK. You're full of shit, bro. There are so <laughs> many drivers out there. I've never seen these many drivers. My utilization rate is down to 52%. By the way, Chris, next week we're starting our educational series. We're going to educate drivers while we're telling them to decline. We're going to show them the reasons why they should decline. We're going to mm -hmm. show them how, what it takes to run a car. We're going to show them how the pro drivers do it. Like, okay, man, I'm, I need to make at least 78 cents a mile with my expenses to be profitable in this gig. And you know what? Once we do that, maybe people on their own will quit this and say, you know what? I'm not really making money. Good thing these guys showed it to me because I'm just using the equity in my car to pay my bills mm -hmm. and I'm just melting over here, right? Maybe that will get rid of the oversaturation. So he goes, well, not only that, but I think the other, the other aspect too is, you know, a lot of people might be only doing one app when in fact you should probably be at least on, yeah. you know, uh, regularly working two to three apps and then have seven or eight apps or so just in your back pocket, whether you have them on or not, uh, just to take advantage of, you know, getting a much better utilization rate once you're out on the road. You better you know, believe it. Different times of the day. You know, I'll bet you. I'll, I'll bet you how many people in the comment or watching, watching later, know what utilization rate is, right? Uh, you know, we talked about it yesterday, right? David Para, he goes, "That's the most important thing to me." I go, "Yeah, this is the most important thing because I'm not there driving." Now, on this one, the same day, the same day, that article comes out. Sacramento Bee brings out this headline: Uber finds a 50% increase in drivers across Sacramento. So, <laughs> so I'm going like many side inflation. You know, remember when we did the Uber earnings call, Chris? You know what, 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 you know what DK said, right? He says, we have so many drivers, right? Yep. First time, because inflation is hurting people that are out there driving for us, right? You remember? He said that. Mm -hmm. And he goes to Chicago. He goes, oh, we need more earners. We need more drivers. And here he comes. This is like making the drivers look like shit. Because it's the driver's fault again. Uber prices soar during holiday season as ride-sharing giant still struggles struggles to lure drivers back behind the wheel. James Gordon, if you call yourself a journalist, you should be ashamed of yourself. Whoever wrote this goddamn article, you should have talked to me first, but now, of course, why wouldn't you? But here you go. This is Mr. James Gordon from the Daily Mail. You know what? If you do see this, they, James, give me a call. Sergio at the ridesharing.com. Appreciate that. Thank you, ex-Army Sarge. So here you go. So this guy cut and pasted some bullshit PR from Uber bullshit, and then he puts it here, right? Look at this. Look at this headline. Uber has been forced to raise its prices following a drop number of drivers. Jackass. That was last year. Okay, next one. Pandemic led to a massive drop. Of, and this article is December 5th, Chris. Look at yeah, this guy just, putting just this cut and paste bullshit. Just the other day. Yeah, yesterday, and 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 look at this. He's putting shit that was valid last August, bro. But <laughs> if if you consider yourself a journalist, you should do a little bit more research, James Gordon, because this is garbage. Okay, shove it. So then you go, yeah, yeah behind the wheel, following. I think I, I go like this is like perfect for Uber. How much did Uber pay you to write this shit, bro? Anyway, <laughs> so Uber had to raise prices. But yeah, that was last August. You look what they're doing now, James and Dara. Yeah, nothing. The other way. Anyway, so I just wanted to point this out that don't read the garbage, you know, out there because these journalists have no clue. There's like two, three that I trust and I talk to. These guys are all fluff. So, well, not yeah. only that, though, the, the other aspect of it is, you know, the earnings call is 
exactly what had happened. They said that drivers are back. They say that in most markets, it's fully rebounded since the pandemic. And you know what? Here's the thing. There could there could be some driver shortages and there could be people who aren't driving during the holidays. Why? Uber did not show the money on the holidays. Do you know how many people I've seen saying that there were no quests, no bonuses, no promotions on the weekend and the weekdays of Thanksgiving? Zero. In, 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 in California, zero in California, the first time that is, as far as I can go back and remember it, in California, there were no quests. Zero yep. quests. Okay, so I'm out there driving the other day, people. Good morning, Sergio. Where would you like to go? Okay, DK and everybody that's watching this, please focus your eyes on six screenshots that I took and then just kind of put it together. This is LA, people. Do you see those little dots on the goddamn map? That's like a square mile. That's us. That's drivers right there on top of each other, literally. Like, you know, I'm not going to say the word. A colony. Okay, there you go. There you go. If we're not oversaturated, this is one little square mile. Look at this. Drivers on top of each other. And that's why you, you utilization. You know what it reminds me of? Did you see that video with the delivery robots that they were showing that they were all like congested yeah. together? Yeah, yeah they got it, all stuck. It reminds yeah. me of it. looks yeah. like all the little robots that are sitting yeah. together right now. Yeah. This is LA, people. This is LA, one of the largest Uber markets. Look at this. Look at this shit. Look at this. Look at this. this is embarrassing. Okay. And of course, when that happens, when everybody's on top of each other looking for a slice of crumbs or bread, you're like crumbs, literally crumbs now. Look what Uber map looks like. By the way, this Jay changed this shit again to me. Look, one morning I woke up, I saw this all gray clouds all over covering LA as opposed to surge. <laughs> I'm going like, couldn't you guys pick a better goddamn color? It's depressing already. Look at this color, Chris. I mean, is this does this make you appetizing to get on the road? Look at this. No. But they no, put the dollar signs. They put all those dollar signs. They go like, oh, it's busy here. Go here. Go here. Make the dollars. You know what they should do? If they want to do it smart, they would put, make that green. Just, just the dollar signs. They would make green, so it's like, ooh, ooh, uh, oh, look, I look, like look, the way look. He was there. there, but no yeah, surge. there's no surge in LA. They kill the surge, bro. Because yeah, when you have these many drivers out, they don't need to put the surge on because their density. Look at this fucking density. Every street corner has this. Is by the way, this is only Uber. I guarantee you, if I took Lyft at the same time simultaneously, that would be eight more on top of this eight. Oh yeah, so, like, or I mean, there would be a couple that would double up the same, but. Yeah, that's yeah, that's bro. a lot. No, bro. That's, all, just, that's horrible, way too many around. See, this, this is the other thing. This is the other thing. The question is, how many of those drivers on those six screenshots are driving with somebody in the car? This is why you should probably hit stop new requests coming no in. Shit. And then no that, that screenshot right there that just shows your, your dead blue and grays would, yeah. would maybe light up a little bit and provide some surge for you. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I'm telling you, it's bad out there. I mean, LA is a top market. It's bad out there. It's as bad as I've seen it. So when DK says, we need more earners, bro, we don't need more earners for the existing earners to earn more. Okay. <laughs> we need less earners for the existing earners to earn more. How about yep. that? Hey, I think I said that correctly. You no, know, I, I, yeah, I, I get your point. I don't know if you said that right, but I was, I was following along um, and I'm sure everybody else was too, but yeah, the whole thing is it's 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 something where you know usually around the holidays it's actually pretty good when it comes to driving and getting out there and horrible. making some extra money. Bro, it was but horrible, horrible. This, horrible. yeah, this year is going to be a different year, and you know we uh, I want to chalk it up a lot to just the economy itself, inflation, yep, layoffs, 
A lot of people are looking for extra money. A lot of people are hurting. A lot of people are just trying to break even, put food on the table. They're coming into the gig economy because let's be real, Uber and Lyft back from about 2015 to about 2018, almost 2019, did a hell of a job at marketing to drivers to come on the platform, which in turn made people think, hey, I'm not really going to, I don't want to drive right now, but today, fast forward a couple of years after all that marketing, they still have it in their head saying, rideshare might be a really great opportunity. You know, I'm hurting right here. I got some time off. But in actuality, all the drivers that are already out on the road, you know, it, it's going to be, it could be a very tough winter. Um, so just, just be careful out there with everything when it comes to it, you know, try to implement some of the yeah. things again, you know, don't, don't accept garbage trips, decline it. Okay. And, uh, you know, stop new, tri- new requests co- from coming in when you have some butt in the car. Okay. Can I answer this question? Because if a driver is in a car, right, their car doesn't show their car does show, sir. Their car does show within two miles of drop off as an available driver. If you did not click no more new requests, Joe driver, that's answers for you. So that's how they create density because they know when, when you're about to drop off and they count you as an available car because they can ping you with garbage. So, um, okay. What's next? What are we doing? Next? All right. Let's talk about, uh, about RDU and what they're doing. Yeah. Okay. So listen, we did enough of this bullshit strike argument back and forth on whatever channels, this and that we don't do that. Um, now. This is going to happen on December 13th. Our deal is Rideshare Drivers United. Okay. Um, they're going to put on a demonstration, not a strike. First, first they said they're going to turn the apps off from 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. Okay, I'm with that. Um, and they said well, they're going to pick it. They're going to block. Um, they're going to be actually in front of the courthouse in downtown L.A. So whoever is in L.A., you're more than welcome to come. Guess what? I'm going. Now, I'm not going to wear one of those shirts, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to observe. I'm going to, we may even live stream from there and interview some people, right? Interview some drivers. So if you guys want to come see my actual mug in person, you're more than welcome. Come introduce yourself. I'll be there in my RSG hat. I support these guys. Um, let's see what kind of numbers they're going to be. I mean, you know, if there are going to be a few hundred of them out there in those green shirts and blocking downtown roads and, and, um, in front of the courthouse, you know, I'm, I'm in support. I'll be there. And just like I said, I, you can, you guys can go to their website. Um, it's there. You just have to sign up for an RSVP for the demonstration. So they know you're going. Um, I clicked on both Tuesday, December 13th, 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. And downtown L.A., Ronald Reagan State Building. Everybody knows who lives in L.A. It's the Superior Courthouse. And they're also doing it in San Francisco in, an, in front of another courthouse. So it's a rally, demonstration, protest, whatever the hell you want to call it. And their bullet points is pay cuts. We know UFD is a pay cut. And up top it says they have slashed our prices again, pay again. Let's be frank, the new upfront pricing scam is a pay cut. I agree. Inflation at 8%, gas prices doubled. Okay, I agree. Working longer hours for less pay. I agree. No safety protections. I kind of agree. So there you go. I'm going to be there. If you guys want to come see me, I'll be there. And um, you can shake a few uh, hands. I I support this action. I support this action. And I'm going to be there. So that's it. All right. Yeah, it's a, you know, it. The thing is, it's just raising awareness. And I think, uh, I think you should talk to Nicole and say, Hey, look, I want to, I want to talk to the people here. 
and then talk oh, yeah. about some no, of the I things talked to her already. She said, about. Yeah, you're more than welcome to show up because last time she wasn't happy that we kind of gave her a little hard time here, right? Um, well, you know what? But, you know, hey, we made up. Uh, I mean, hey, hey you know what? My, my whole thing is, I don't want to be an employee. Most people don't, don't want to be employees. If that's that. what they're pushing for, that's my my alignment is not with them. I align I with what their what their overall. I mean, not with their overall, but with with their intention. I just don't align with their overall goal. I agree. By I agree with you. I agree. You know what I align with? I, so far, I have seen only one model truly work, and I think it works. I, I'm always for a win win win, the win of the driver the win of a passenger's experience because if they're not having a good time they're not going to order and you know do whatever so that means less demand but you want to have the driver win so the driver's out there making money but you also need the platforms to win so there can be a win-win-win the only model i've seen so far is the one in washington new york, and, city, new york city is doing well new york city is doing pretty yeah, well new york so. city is a little different because yeah. of the the tnc that's there so yeah, I, I, that, I know that's that, a but you know what issue I did not agree with the strike, you know, and it's, it was, you can't strike because you're an independent contractor. Independent contractors cannot mm -hmm. strike. You have, to, you have to be employees like they're the rail strike, right? They, the, the Biden overruled the shit, and, you know, like, I don't know, I don't mm -hmm. but anyway, so they can strike because they're part of a union. Now, LAUSD, where my kids go to school, LAUS teachers, you know, they're asking for a 20% pay hike. Well, that's because inflation is out of control, right? And then the only people who are immune to inflation supposedly are rideshare drivers, according to you know. No, no, no. The rideshare company. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, Not they no they, they raise the prices on the passenger with the inflation, but they don't pass it on to me. I'm like, uh, yep. tires are more, gas is more, maintenance is more, oil changes are more, everything is more. I mean, there you go. Like, eh. In fact, they oh. actually we we've seen a, a a little bit of a decrease overall yeah. and well, some man, people are front, yeah. numbers but other people are going to see a bigger increase so yeah. well that how how does that make sense like that doesn't make sense at all it's, it's the dangling of the carrot in front of you oh you can make quick money but if you're not paying attention you could lose out on money so we don't well, want support you, to you i'm gonna be there people let's see what what this is all about i've been there before on a couple other demonstrations so i'll be there um and let's see Take some hands yeah. Tell people to turn off the app when to stop new requests. Yeah. Decline garbage. We'll, 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 <laughs> we'll preach the gospel there too. And then, you know, talk to drivers and, you know, talk to some journalists or whatever. And I think, I think it should be a good turnout. Hopefully it's not going to rain. And, uh, you yeah, know, the, the, only, the, the only thing is just make sure you're back in time. So then we can uh, have show me the money club. Next yeah, no, week it's eight to 12. I figured otherwise I would have said no. Yeah. And I'll be back in time actually <laughs> reporting on it. That'll be kind of cool. Yeah. So actually, you know, I'll just upload some videos for you and whatever. All right. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. I'll, I'll be there. So welcome all drivers who are in our LA community on the show me the money club, you know, we'll all make right, our own so little group. The funny thing is if our group is bigger than the RDU group. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's that's a possibility but either way um you know one of the things is that we just said hey there's a little bit over saturation of drivers out on the road when it comes to ride share again you know the economy has grown much more than just ride share there's food delivery last mile delivery there's this there's that there's there's so many different things uh one of the things is a side hustle so every week we like to side hustle uh or i'm sorry highlight different side hustles out there this like week this. is no different uh, this one is pretty cool. Um, at least for I like me. this side I, hustle, bro. I like this one. 
I mean, okay. Yeah, I mean, I, cool. I picked this one. There are, by the way, there are two apps. Okay. Um, one is called Wags. You can download on Walk Dogs, like a multiple dogs, if you want to make more money. Okay. Mm -hmm. And there is another one called Rover, right? And that's that one. So, hey man, if you like animals, if you like dogs, you can. You know, Rover is more like uh, dog sitting services. You know, those people charge a lot of money for dog hotels and shit like that, right? So I'm like, if you like animals, there you go. There is a side hustle. Screw driving, you know, plus, plus, guess what? When you're around an animal, you know, your blood pressure goes down, right? It's great. So hey, it's proven. It's medically proven. Hey, man. Well, not only that, but let, let's let's take a look at, you know, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve hours in your car sitting there, maybe ah, yeah. getting up once or twice, go get gas, yeah. get something yeah. to eat maybe charge your car if you got an ev but you're probably you know sitting in there watching something or playing a game no but here you're walking your dog you're walking dogs so you're getting up you're not only are you you having fun with dogs because dogs are amazing but you're getting out you're walking so that's a good thing yeah man um, no i love this you know what many different I, things I, this is great and it says they charge between 25 and 35 per day to leave their dog at such daycare doggy daycare if you have a decent house, if you have a house, obviously an apartment will be tough. But if you have a house, nice backyard, whatever, get a few dogs in there, hundred bucks a day, boom, there you go. Um, I I think this is like pretty cool, right? If you like animals, hey. this is your thing. Hey, we zoom is here. We zoom is going to be at the rally. He says, okay, we zoom. We'll see you there. Um, but yeah, I think yeah, we gotta. You guys gotta look at just like uh, Bryce said, right? You gotta have like apps, man, apps galore on your phone. You gotta have yep. six, seven, eight. And go and whoever shows you the so money out there. Do the rest of it. Yeah, there's so many out there. I mean, like that that's the whole thing on the channel. Like Tyler just did a video talking about different yeah, apps man. that are out there that you may not have heard of. Um, or maybe you did, but um just kind of making you aware of of the many apps that are out there. There's so many out there. And not yeah. only that, there's there's ones that are are true um independent contracting work where like up uh upwork where you can actually or Fiverr or different things where you can actually yeah, post different services. You know, yeah. um, thumbtack and and all these um, task rabbit. You know, okay. you can put up different things out there and and come up with an agreement um, with the person and or with the people that you're going to service or whatever it might be. So yeah. th there's a lot more than just you know rideshare, food delivery, last mile. There's a lot of different things. I mean, hell, you could even uh, cuddle people there, and, and you don't even have to be in the same room. I don't get that, but hey, cool. Um, so. There's a lot of different side hustles out there. We want to highlight different ones. So biggest thing is if it's something that's interesting you, to you, you know, it's something you can follow up with, something you can look into, or it can give you inspiration on maybe finding your dream and making it into a reality uh, and take your plan A, or I'm sorry, take your plan B, make it into a plan A. You want to have more than one uh, coal in the fire. Yeah, I mean, you know what? Chris is right. I mean, I, you know, when he said it's going to be a long winter, we're not, you know, trying to, um oh thank you we zoom yes we will buy tacos we're downtown bro that's the best taco trucks on the planet you gotta um, you gotta ship me a couple tacos then ah uh, we're gonna do that but we're gonna be tired from yelling and screaming um so this is what's you know i mean look at those pictures of oversaturation okay don't listen to these ceos and these garbage journalists bro we're out there we know what the hell is going on markets are extremely oversaturated your utilization rate is going down you got a multi-app to utilize your 60 minutes as as well as you can. And yeah, it's a long winter, but guess what? All these over all, you know, when inflation kind of dies with what they're doing, well, it'll take a while. But 
you can't blame other drivers being out there trying to make a couple hundred bucks extra, okay, a week. And those are all those drivers that, you know, part-timers, they don't know shit from Shinola. They go, accept, accept, let me make my hundred bucks and go home. You know, they're hurting everybody. But then, you know, the only thing we can do is educate, educate. And next week, we're going to start education. Because a lot of people are doing the, are in the gig economy without knowing that they're not making money or actually they're making less than minimum wage in their city. If you're at that level and you don't know your costs, there is no way of knowing that. So stop doing mm -hmm. this shit. Go get a goddamn job. See, we're on a ride share channel, but I'm telling you, people, you go get a job. Go stand somewhere and make 18, 20 bucks an hour. You don't need to suffer. You don't need to hurt your back and put miles on your car. When shit's better, we'll let you guys know. We all get out on the streets. Bonuses are better. Everything is better. We'll go do ride share again. It's ride share is always going to be here. They're not going anywhere. But we're going to start educating, saying, you know, find the true numbers for yourself, the true costs, and your net. Because the hundred bucks you see in your app is not hundred bucks. It's probably more like sixty-five to seventy. Okay. There you yep. Go. And there's there's quite a few factors that you'll be able to figure out based on you know your vehicle, different things like that. Because every vehicle is going to be different. You know, you got a much different cost between my Jeep Grand Cherokee versus you know a Toyota Prius or something. So you're gonna have a lot different. Um, and then uh, you know, just wrapping it up um, real quick. You know. Thanks for watching and hanging out with uh, all of us and, you know, sharing um, everything that we got. But also head over to uh, Rideshare Rodeo's channel. Uh, I'm not sure when he's going to post that, uh, but we both were on his show that we recorded yesterday. And it's either coming out or is out or just came out. I'm not sure yet. So uh, we, we had a pretty good, interesting conversation over there, too. Yep. Um, so make sure you check that out. Whoa. Again, um, Bryce from Solo was on earlier. Uh, so if you want more like information, on Solo, the link is going to be in the description. And if you are in San Francisco or L.A. and you want to take part in the RDU uh, or even just look at what they're doing, uh, link is going to be in the description as well, too. And then, uh, you know, try Rover. And what was the other one? Rover and what? Oh, the, the apps? Yeah. Wags. 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 Is that W-A-G-S or yeah, W-A-G-S? It's like wag the dog, yeah, wags. Like wag the tail. Yeah, wags, wags. Okay. Um, so the yeah, other thing, by the way, hey, Chris, next week we'll have a giveaway for five winners. We have to think of what the winners are going to be. It's a company called Karmacy. Like pharmacy, but it's a Karmacy. Like car, it's like a pharmacy in your car. Ooh. They sell like, you know, good shit. Like you know, for drivers, it's this really nice setup. I got one. We got to play that song. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. You song. know what song I'm talking yeah. about? No, I don't know which song you're talking about. I'll, I'll tell you after. Okay. Oh, no. Yeah. No, Karmacy, and then they're, they're generous enough to offer five fully loaded packages to drivers. Nice. And we'll show you what that is next week, and we'll announce the winners the week after, once we show that. How about that? So we have to come up with a contest for five winners. Ooh. Ah. I, I, we'll, we'll come up with something. Yeah. All right. So... Uh, yeah, with that being said, also the other thing, make sure you check your app. Uh, go back to pre-upfront earnings details. Yes. See if you see the comparison prices there because you're actually going to see it right there broken down. You're going to, if you, you click on the map, you're going to see the map. You're going to see what you made. Right underneath that is going to show the upfront fare. If you scroll up a little bit more to see what's underneath that, you're going to see what you were paid. If you scroll up a little bit more, you're going to see what the upfront fare breakdown would be. So if you yep. want to check that out, then um you know see if you have it because not everybody does some people do some people don't and this is a great way to see a direct comparison between what the old way what the new way is and you can figure out exactly how much you may be earning more or less 
And so far, it looks like it is a pay cut across the board. It's a less, but you're, hopefully yours is not as, as, as more than mine. I mean, mine was two and a half, right? Okay, we're done. Mm-hmm. Okay, so 20, so okay, we're done. We're done. We're finished. Yep. All right, so you guys have a good rest of your nights. Make sure you smash that like button. I'm going to say that. I don't care what Gabe says. Uh, Smash the like button. Uh, Let us know, and then, uh, you know, just uh, stay tuned. Uh, Audio podcast version will be available uh, tomorrow for this. So uh, thank you, everybody, for stopping by and hanging out. Hold on. Michelle is here. Hey, I mentioned you like four times. I sent you an email. Please leave your... I hope your ears were ringing, Michelle. I so much appreciate what you're doing. Thank you so much. That's okay. You can watch the replay. Um, you know, keep those keep those spreadsheets coming, Michelle. We're 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 working on it. But I sent you your right. response. So anyway, so thumbs up, everybody, please. Uh, have a safe uh, week and weekend. And I was yep. going to say go get that forty dollars an hour, but it's not there. <laughs> <laughs> well, either way, uh, we'll see next week what's going on with the the RDU. We'll talk about a lot of the different things plus our yeah, little yeah. giveaway. Uh, so we'll see you guys next week. Have a good one. Take care.